World View Update, bringing you closer to international or global news. 21 minutes now after six the time. Well, plenty going on, as you know, in Gaza. The number of Palestinians who've been killed by the Israeli attacks uh, by, uh, have been killed by the Israeli attacks. is now over 11,000, while the Israeli death toll from the Hamas attack six weeks ago has been revised down from 1,400 to 1,200. Al Jazeera this morning reporting that the Al Quds Hospital in Gaza now has thousands of people trapped inside it. Anyone who tries to move out of the hospital is being shot at by Israeli snipers. The Israeli Prime Minister, Benjamin Netanyahu, giving an interview to CNN in which he says it's too early for him to consider taking responsibility for allowing the Hamas attacks to happen. As you know, uh, are many different elements to all of this. Roland Henwood's a political scientist and commentator at the University of Pretoria. Roland, good morning. Good morning, Stephen. So the Israeli attacks now, we're seeing more and more international condemnation, protests here, big protests in Cape Town uh, over the weekend, protests in many, many places. Can Israel continue to ignore so much of the rest of the world for such a long period of time? The, 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 the words coming out of the United Nations clearly are getting more and more desperate. Yes, I think one has to differentiate, though. Um, there's a lot of discussions going on behind the scenes um, there's definitely a lot of engagement between leaders, the U.S. and others, continuously engaging with leaders, especially in the region. And one doesn't know what's being discussed. There's very little information on that. But that would probably focus on a number of things. Firstly, it would focus on the ongoing military um, engagements, the, 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 the various um, battles that are taking place. Um, it would definitely center on how to deal with the humanitarian issue. It would definitely center on probably what happens next. How do you get this process to stop the fighting that is? And how do you get to some kind of engagement? Because clearly this cannot go on. We see this is a, a repeating pattern. So there would be lots of discussions. Um, I think the, the main issue is in the popular context. In other words, people participating in marches and protests Again, we see a very divided picture. There's a lot of protest against what Israel is doing, but there are also more and more protests in support of not Israel as such, but anti-Semitism, etc. So there's, it's a very um, mixed picture, and, and there's a lot of information. And I think one needs to be careful, and I'm not discounting the humanitarian dimension, but one needs to be careful because there's a lot of propaganda that underlies and informs a lot of the public opinion on what is happening there. One of the key questions, and Roland, I keep coming back to this, which is what is Israel's kind of real aim? So they're forcing Palestinians to move south. They're still bombing some areas in the south. People who support the Palestinians, and I think many Palestinians themselves believe that Israel may actually want to push them into the Sinai Desert. In other words, as I would understand the geography there, into Egyptian land. So then Gaza would be... I suppose when you consider Netanyahu says they want to take security responsibility for Gaza, that would kind of be Israeli, or part of Israel. I mean, could that happen? Apart from that, I don't understand what the end game is for Israel. I mean, do they have a strategic aim in mind? I think that's the key question. And from what one sees, and, and I must say, I, I'm looking at it from South Africa. And um, what one sees is, is this a war? to ensure security or is it a war of vengeance? Um, and, and the impression more and more is created that this is fueled by hatred and vengeance. And in other words, it goes way beyond the, what is allowed in terms of self-defense and war. Um, I, I will say this, that 
it's not only Israel that is still participating in the fight. There's a lot of um, missiles still being fired, and 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 there's definitely Hamas fighters that are pretty much up to it and engaged in the actual war itself. <clears throat> the problem is, it's an urban war. It's in a very dense, very um, big city complex, and that is almost impossible to have this kind of operation and think nothing is going to happen to civilians, and that's illegal. The other issue is the bombing campaign that is continuing, that is devastating infrastructure, and it is now closing hospitals. And and that is not what is going to sustain Israel, and I think this is the question that you ask. And it's not clear what the end game is. Clearly, there's no way Israel can push people into Palestine because then they're going to have to confront Egypt. And Egypt has been very clear. They will not allow that. They cannot allow that for their own security in the long term. On the other hand, there are also questions being asked because regional countries have, to a large extent, been complicit in a way that they have not really pushed back as hard as they could have in the past against what is happening in the context of the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. Um, and we saw a little bit of that yesterday in the meeting of the is it 57 heads of state meeting um, on this discussion. And, and, and so there's a lot of division. There's a lot of um, mistrust also in the broader context of what some refer to the meeting as the Muslim world. Others refer to it as the Arab leadership. And that all makes it very complex. And in, in, in this process, Israel is pushing... But again, the, the, the question of what the end game is, and, and here we must come back to one person, and that is Netanyahu. What is he really trying to achieve? Um, we know that he's lost a lot of support and legitimacy because many people feel that he's dividing, divided Israel, his dividing leadership style is actually at the foundation of what gave Hamas the opportunity to attack and then caused all the strain of events that is causing misery and hardship to everyone that is involved in that region. Roland Henwood, thank you. Very sobering. Political scientist and commentator at the University of Pretoria.